This is the Times News Briefing on Wednesday, the 21st of February. I'm Martin Williams. The UK's public finances were not as healthy as expected in January. It's being seen as a blow to Jeremy Hunt before the Chancellor delivers the next budget. Official figures showed public sector borrowing recorded a surplus of £16.7 billion. This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. Last month, less than expected. Carl Emerson is the Deputy Director of the Institute for Fiscal Studies. How much borrowing the government's doing now is clearly important. More important will be how much money the government is expecting to borrow in four or five years' time. We do need to get debt down over the medium term. We should be aiming to do that. So it's rather odd to say, as soon as debt's falling by just a little bit, oh, that's headroom, we can spend all of that. Um, There's a good case for getting the public finances on a more secure footing. A Trident nuclear missile test has failed for the second time since 2016. The Ministry of Defence says the misfire has reaffirmed the effectiveness of the UK's nuclear deterrent. Admiral Lord West is the former head of the Royal Navy and former security minister. This has not affected the stock of the missiles that that are there to do the business. They discovered what caused it and it was to do, they described it as an anomaly of the actual test firing. When I heard it had happened, I thought, my goodness me, that's the second one. But I am now absolutely convinced and I've been briefed and I've talked to a lot of people involved and what's exactly been done and uh, I think we need to have no fears at all. Stephen Flynn, leader of the SNP in Westminster, has told Times Radio that the party's motion for a ceasefire in Gaza is a pro-life motion. MPs get to debate and vote on it later this afternoon. It's pro-protecting civilians from the death and destruction of one of the most advanced militaries on the planet. I think that's a good thing. I think the people on these aisles, the vast majority of them, would support the intentions behind what we are seeking to do. And, and if, I'm, if I'm being particularly blunt here, I think it's yeah. long overdue. Uh, Westminster should have been in this place many months ago. Many of our allies, many nations right across the United Nations have already voted for a ceasefire. Labour's also tabled an amendment calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Labour's Shadow International Development Secretary Lisa Nandes told Times Radio she hopes they can achieve cross-party backing. Given what is about to unfold, it is certainly right that the House of Commons should speak with one voice on this matter. We've put a proposition before the House that we think not just the SNP but the Conservatives could also support. And I hope that today is the the moment when we elevate this discussion beyond party politics and speak with one voice in saying that that ground invasion just cannot go ahead. Stephen Flynn has also told us he's glad the SNP has finally managed to insert a backbone into Labour. The Times has seen a memo which shows a top civil servant told Henry Staunton to hobble into an election and not to rip off the band-aid in terms of finances. A row between the former chair of the post office and the business secretary has continued over whether the government wanted to delay compensation for sub-postmasters affected by the Horizon scandal. Kate McCann is Times Radio's political editor. She says Kemi Badenoch's now in a position where questions are being asked over exactly what was said. One of the main features of the lobby briefing yesterday for MPs in Parliament with the Prime Minister's spokesman was whether or not the Prime Minister is comfortable with the fact that that Kemi Badenoch has gone publicly mm. to say that this person has behaved in an inappropriate way without providing e- A, the, the examples of the allegations against him, and B, an opportunity for him to have his say uh, in, in any kind of investigation, and that's just been left hanging. Mm. And really, I think that, that that isn't a great precedent to set. 
And scientists say male and female brains operate differently. Stanford University researchers have shown they can scan the brains of men and women and spot consistent differences in how they work. Tom Whipple is science editor at The Times. Scientists have looked at the brains of hundreds of people. You can reliably detect which is a female brain and which is a male brain. We know that the reason why people do things is because of their brains, so therefore their brains must be behaving differently if they're behaving differently. But the question that we all want to answer as a society is, is this nature or nurture? I think the reasonable consensus position is it, it's got to be a mixture of two. That's The Times News Briefing. There's more on Times Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.